everybody up, everybody rocking. Everybody up. Oh, everybody rocking. Continue the song. I don't know what, what that song is. Let's take it to the top and never ever stop it. It's not about the future. It's is not this Carly Rae Jepsen? It's making every single day last and last and last fun in the sun. What could be better now? Everybody, everybody. Is this Camp Rock? It's High School Musical 2! Jesus Christ. I'm quitting the <laughs> podcast. Peaking, yeah. Some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on one star. Alright. Yawns to start out. Yawns to start out. Is that a thing you guys do regularly? Yawn? Yeah. (laughs) We always record at like 1 a.m. Record while we're tired? Absolutely. (laughs) Which is always for me. What was our fan name again? Wait, Little Dippers. Little Dippers. Because one star. Sydney is interested. Get it? Oh, I'm a little dipper. It's like a constellation. No, you're a big dipper because you're a guest. Do I get a jacket? Yeah. If you want to make your own jacket. (laughs) Um, uh, Hi, little dippers. (laughs) We're still working out the kinks of this opening. You know, what, 18 episodes in? Um, Find your brand. Welcome to One Star Bad Movie Podcast. Where we talk about uh, bad movies that have one celebrity in them, but in this case, uh, multiple celebrities. Uh, I'm Lauren. And I'm going to talk in this accent <laughs> for the entire podcast. Quinn. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was your name? Quinn. <laughs> and we have a guest. Yay! Okay, now we're peeking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll keep it in control. Um, we have a guest, her name, or, uh, coming at you live from Toledo. Who says a name? Okay, that, I, got, I annoyed myself. <laughs> we have Sydney Lawson! Hey everybody, pleasure to be here. It's me and Toledo, <laughs> the algae and the frogs, and the glass, because it's Cause glass city. And the zoo, because everybody's zooing it. (laughs) If he hears this, he will be so delighted. (laughs) We are coming to you live, not live. From Sydney's basement. (laughs) From Sydney's basement in Toledo, so that's a new fun twist. Yeah, a different location. (laughs) New podcast event. New podcast event. You know her from Glass City Improv. Hey. And bag burner. Yeah, what are your accomplishments, Sydney? I haven't done much. <laughs> Esteemed videographer for This Is Not a Show coming soon. Yeah. Okay, we haven't talked about that at all we on here. It. Yeah. We didn't have a release date. We have an exciting project we come up that we'll plug book. at the end. I know, I'm saying we'll plug it at the end. Um, suspense. We have to build suspense. I feel like this is. A very weird opening. <laughs> it is. Why'd you pick Arthur, <laughs> Sydney? It was your choice. Yeah, we we let our our guest choose the movie. I chose Arthur because of Greta Gerwig. She's. I just googled Greta Gerwig and looked at all of her movies, and this one was the one that I hadn't heard of yet. So. So you just assumed it was I bad. I assumed it was bad, and it only had twenty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. 
And then I was just watching the trailer and also noticed Helen Mirren, which I'm just for the first time hearing about this one celebrity role. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally wouldn't have picked this one. So are it's we. fun. We should honestly change the name of the podcast to something like, you're better than this. <laughs> something that yeah. more fits what we actually do. Less of a definition. But, uh, yeah, it looked interesting. Uh, and who's gonna, gonna not love that cast other than Russell Brand, which I still don't know if he's problematic or not. If he is, I'm sorry. <laughs> you little dippers out there. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to expose you to this. Um, I don't know if he is. I don't know. He, I mean... He could be. We should clarify that it's the 2011 Arthur. And not the Oscar-nominated Arthur. <laughs> Even though the, they have the same plot or something. It's like a Probably. remake, I think. Yeah. Similar concept. So I'm not sure how you watch an Oscar winning movie and then or nominated movie and then be like, you know what this needs? Russell Brand. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't this he, is too good. Let's fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he uh break off his or like get a, tell Katy Perry he wanted a divorce like via text message or something? I didn't know oh, that. Man. I was going to say, the only thing I knew about him is that he was married to Katy Perry, so that alone makes me question his taste. (laughs) I thought it was, like, something where it was, like, bad how he did that, but not necessarily, I don't know if that necessarily I mean, it's, like, not the best thing to do, but, like... shitty. I don't know. We don't do research here. Okay. Stop that! Put your phone away! (laughs) So, yeah, we watched Arthur... It was an experience. Mm-hmm. Should we get into your Greta Gerwig's obsession now to set the scene? Always, or do you want to like uh, bring that up throughout? Uh, let's just attack it at the front. You okay, know? Yeah. yeah. Why Why was a Greta Gerwig movie so important for you to Greta pick? Greta is fantastically amazing at making movies. She got her start through acting, so she's in, sprinkled in all these smaller indie films. But then she was like, hey, I love this and I'm a badass, so I'm going to write and then direct. And I just love her style. She always plays kind of the same character, which it is kind of pigeonholing for her. Kind of even in this movie a yeah. little bit. Yeah. This, I didn't like her in this movie. I just didn't like her character. She did great, <laughs> but her character was very poorly written. But yeah, she's just, I don't know. She's definitely my number one film person. And then Lady Bird came out, and... So, wait, did this happen... Was this true before Lady Bird? Or did Lady Bird spark this? Greta Gerwig? Yeah. Oh, I loved her way before Lady Bird. And then when I saw the trailer for it, it had dropped the beginning of November 2018? 17? 18. No. Yeah, 17. Yeah. It's been almost two years. Wow. Two years of Lady Bird. I measure measure my life in years since Lady Bird. (laughs) When it came out, I freaked the fuck out and immediately... Can I cuss on this? Uh, No. Oh, God. We have never once sworn in our entire lives. I freaked out when the trailer came out, and then I knew immediately that it was going to be my favorite movie ever. You can tell by a trailer if you're going to love a movie. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I watched it five times in theaters. And Five? Yeah. And we're, we're sitting in your, like, lobby area, if you will. <laughs> and I'm seeing <laughs> three see to people. four Lady Bird-related objects yeah. in the room. 
Yeah. Would you like to describe all of them? So, okay, so I'm seeing seeing her graduation cap decorated with, to look like the Ladybird poster, and it says Free Bird. I believe, not in this room, but the room over, I know there's the Ladybird for Prez poster. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming a VHS copy somewhere. DVD copy is in, is in my bedroom, too. I like to keep it on my nights. <laughs> <laughs> you never know when you're going to need it. Uh, and the tickets are right there in that that green can. Oh, you kept them all? You kept all of them? I keep all my movie tickets in there. But do the Ladybird ones get their own special section? <laughs> they should. What am I doing? Not a true fan. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> Yeah, so Sydney's gone now. She's organizing her Ladybird <laughs> yeah. tickets. Sorry, I can't podcast anymore. I feel like um, this is a good time to admit this. <gasps> Sydney, I've never seen Ladybird. Oh, I thought you were going to say you didn't. Podcast anymore? <laughs> no, I no. It's not that I haven't wanted to. Wait, I just literally just have not had the opportunity to watch Ladybird. Can you? Leave Toledo today with the DVD in your hand, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wanted to watch it. It just wasn't in a theater near... Wait, no. When did it come out? It's been two years, It's Lauren. been two years. Oh, look at me. I'm Lauren, and I don't know about Putlocker. About what? The streaming site. No, bad. We must support the movie industry. Fine. Yeah. Sorry. We can't... We have to pay money for to see Lady Bird. Other movies is fine. <laughs> That's yeah. fair. We should have ripped this one off the internet. We should yeah, have. I thought we were going to. I How? I just have weird morals sometimes. Did you pay for it? I did. Oh no! Oh, no. It's only three bucks. We oh. don't we don't condone buying this movie. <laughs> no stealing movies. That's no, what no, I was no. gonna oh, say. Oh right, right. We don't. Yeah, we don't always pay to see don't everything. Don't steal art, but steal other things. That's my advice. Steal from Walmart. Go to Walmart and steal your Ladybird copy <laughs> from their $5 bid. No, that's art. No, but it, it, the money's going to Walmart. It's okay to steal from Walmart. Do, does any of that go to the filmmakers? How, like, do those, how does that work? I mean, they only cost, like, what, five bucks? So really well, not they that get, much. They get, like, a percentage of... Yeah, there's got to be something. Yeah, they get a percentage of all. But, like, it's negligible. Go to Walmart, steal, like, a keychain. If you have this shoplifting yeah. itch you need to scratch, you know? <laughs> a, a pack of gum. Yeah. Yeah. Or, steal a set of tires, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Roll it right out the front door. <laughs> no, no, that's no, not that's art. Run over your local Walmart greeter. <laughs> With your new tires. <laughs> we do condone this type of violence. <laughs> You know what kind of violence we don't condone? Riding your Batmobile through New York City and destroying famous art. And testicle jokes. And multiple testicle jokes. Yeah. Testicles. Testicles. That's what you call a dick pic. Testicle. (laughs) Thank you. I'm here all for the next hour. Wow. That's great. Um, Uh, Speaking of that... Does that bowl in New York City actually have those testicles on it? Is the bowl still there? Uh, yeah, the bowl's still there. The Wall Street Bowl, for those who haven't watched this movie and we do not blame you. Oh, I can't do research. Yeah, no research, Cindy. <laughs> Everything is speculation here. Um, Let's take a vote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to vote yes, the testicles are real. I think that they're not. 
I'm gonna vote no. God damn it. Okay, it's official. We decided. I just want to believe that it was in their budget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of, I just saw on IMDb what the budget for this movie is, and it's... That sounds like research. <laughs> dumb. I always do a little bit. But it's prior to the it's prior to the start, so it's different. That's fair. Uh, the the I don't want to guess it. what it was. I saw that tweet that was like white men say that's fair, and it really <laughs> has affected me deeply because yeah. I say it all the time, and I'm so self conscious about it now. I had a crisis when I saw that tweet. I because I, I especially like whenever my screenplays get criticized in front of me, I'm like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> no, no. That's fair. When really on the inside, you're massively wounded. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, the budget I was... I want to guess. Okay, go ahead. Two million dollars. Ooh, I was going to say 38. 40 million dollars. <laughs> I was close! <laughs> I think a wow. lot of it went to recreating specific vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> the DeLorean alone. The, the DeLorean crashing into the bowl. No, it was that was the Batmobile. Hold on, one more time. <laughs> the DeLorean, comma, <laughs> crashing into the bowl. Well, that's your fault. You've got to articulate your I know, commas. I'm sorry. Everyone, speak when your commas are. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, everyone, comma. <laughs> speak where your commas are. Nice, comma, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> and the opening weekend, it made $12 million and grosses $45 million worldwide. Wow, so it made back its budget. It made... Five million dollars. Got that Brit appeal. It seems not worth it. <laughs> not. When you take percentages, you that's like twelve percent. You can't make another movie with that. No. Yeah, but you well, you can I make a Greta Gerwig yeah. movie with that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why she did it. I don't have a concept of how much it costs to make movies. <laughs> no, because we <laughs> we've spent we, like eighty. Yeah. <laughs> That's her and highest. And then it's like, woof. <laughs> we spill on this one. Yeah. It's like, oh, we rented a cabin? Wow. <laughs> We're not making any income. We've only made bombs, if you think about it that way. Because we've made zero money off all movies, but mm-hmm. we've put money in. Mm-hmm. But the money we've made in friendship. <laughs> priceless. It's priceless. Lauren had to buy a tire that she bought from Walmart. I literally, what a fucking sham. I bought my time. <laughs> You're not learning anything. Yeah, I had, I literally, <laughs> I was a, at a deficit after that weekend. <laughs> uh, minus one tire. <laughs> so we're just at Toledo Pride. <laughs> no! <laughs> and someone decided, you know what I should wear to Pride? No color at all. <laughs> Black and white only. Okay, how about... And that was the day we found out that Lauren is massively against gay people. I would say violently homophobic. <laughs> okay, no one told me it was Pride when I was packing my clothes for today. That's a weak story. You, you Google exists, Lauren. You're supposed to just assume in the summertime that you will stumble upon a Pride. That's what... I assumed Pride... I didn't think it would go into late August. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a Toledo thing. Yeah, when you're with Sydney Lawson, assume Pride's it's always happening. Assume that's, that's, this is not the first Pride I've stumbled upon. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Wait, you're saying you don't want to focus on your homophobia for this episode. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> and we can... Let's focus on the homophobia in the movie. There's a lot, there's a lot of it. It's, there it's wasn't that it. much homophobia, transphobia. And the chock yes. Yeah, just yes. like heteronormativity. Yeah. Yes. Um, racism. 
Not only, it was like... A sprinkle of racism. It was like a pedophilic transphobia, like, one-two punch. Mm -hmm. That one Correct. Yeah, it was like, not only did he have sex with children, he was later disgusted that they were trans people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's always funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. There was some ableism, I feel like. Definitely. There's also some uh, anti... Like, the, the drug problem. I don't know how to describe that. That was that was not mental health things. Anti mental health. <laughs> Anti drugs. <laughs> you know the controversial opinion. No, no, it was like anti. It was like um, making fun of drug addicts. Yeah, a lot. A well, different point. What was the one line where we looked at each other like, "Oh my god"? It was something about a crackhead. I don't remember. I don't know. I probably didn't raise Some, it. Maybe about a bear and a crackhead. I don't. There were a lot of bears. <laughs> the Which bears were my favorite. Part. I approve. Helen Mirren, who is in this, as we said, who is the, who would you say is the one? Your one star is Greta Gerwig. Yeah. In my one star is Helen Mirren. Who's your one star? Of all time, or just this movie? No, of the, in this film. In this film. Okay, well then I gotta go with Jennifer Gardner. Okay. You can't pick the same one as you That's two. fair. Yeah. It's not Russell Brand. <laughs> There's one wrong answer. <laughs> or no, I'm sorry, it's uh, Luis Guzman. <laughs> Star of one episode of Community. Is that your reference point? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, I didn't write that, that line down. There's a bunch about drug drug addicts. I wonder if definitely maybe mental health because of it the time 2011 maybe people were just starting to get woke about things like this in I movies. I think so. And maybe that's another reason why it didn't do so well. But, but probably it, not. I feel like Greta Gerwig should have known better. I'll yeah. hold her to a higher standard. Yeah, maybe she was just taking whatever she could. When you're first starting out, you can't turn anything down. Y- you want the check. Yeah. In the cred, you gotta build it. Mm-hmm. So she looked young. I wonder how old she was. Except with that violent haircut at the end. You did not like that. It haircut. was horrible. It made her look forty. It wasn't super flattering. Bad wig, or I don't know. It, it wasn't a wig. The hairstylist, questionable choices. Everyone, but you know who did good? Do good though. The costume. I was just or, gonna say that. I did enjoy all the costumes yes. in this movie. The cat shirt that she had. Mm-hmm. And even like okay. Russell Brand, it was like this movie wanted me to be attracted to Russell Brand, and I would refused. But there were some of the suits where I was like, that fits good. He's attractive neck down. <laughs> yeah, it's the the face and the hair and his general personality. <laughs> See, it's I don't even mind the hair. I no. think it could. Some people could pull that hair off. <laughs> so someone with a different right. face could pull that hair off. That's an opinion. Uh, maybe, maybe it's the hair mixed with the face and the personality. Yeah, Which but I think like swap? it's not. It's not um, like it's long. It's long, but it's not full, and I think that's. That Part might of the be the problem. It. Yeah. That it looks, it doesn't look like a full set of hair. It looks like a mullet. But He's like, got his clippings. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like to me. I so badly want to see what he looks like with really short hair. I'm sure you could Google it if, if we let you. <laughs> he probably isn't. <laughs> this is mean. You know who is attractive? Helen Mirren. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I gotta say, I think I liked her better than Greta in this one. <gasps> That's bold, coming from you. It was just her character was so much better. Her character was much more likable, except for all of the offensive things that she said. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't super likable, but in the context of every other character. Honestly, Jennifer Gardner was my favorite in this movie. Really? Yeah, because she was supposed She's to be the villain. She's who knows what she wants. But I didn't see anything she was doing wrong. She was willingly entering a loveless marriage to save her company and the other company. And she was sexual when she wanted to be, not when she was forced to be. And professional when, when it would call. Yeah, and you like he's like, there's a kinky Jennifer Gardner waiting in his bedroom and he's not into that. Yeah. That's on you, buddy. That's his fault. Yeah. I'm not going to feel bad for you in that situation. There's a fault in that plot. <laughs> Like, oh no, I have to marry this hot woman instead of this hot woman. <laughs> oh, exa- oh, poor me. Here's the whole issue with this movie, is I don't believe rich people have problems. <laughs> I, I think that's yeah. the whole plot. Yeah, exactly, right. but I don't buy it, because... Every time I see, like, a movie about, like, oh, it's how hard it is to be a rich person, like, oh, I can't marry for love. It's like, you have $900 million. Right. You will find a way to be happy. Yeah, I think they have problems in relation to whatever they're going through, but it's not something that, as in a character trait, you will get behind as an audience. Yeah. It's just not interesting for me to watch when, like, I know there's people who, like, want to know what they should eat for dinner. Like, give me those movies, because that's an actual, like, problem. I think the Arthur in the 80s or 70s, maybe audiences liked to see that. It was in the height of Reaganism. They loved seeing rich people. Yeah. But now it's like, I don't want to see you doing well and successful. Like, you can literally, like, end world hunger. Exactly. And be still okay. This man, this, this, imagine this movie, everything saved just Jeff Bezos is the lead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because at one point his inheritance is stated to be $950 million. Mm. Mm -hmm. And we all know. And that's his inheritance that's not even. The full worth. The full worth of the company. And like, he could just marry Jennifer Garner and then have a boo on the side. That's what he He offered to Greta. Yeah, he did propose that to Greta. Oh, I was sleeping. (laughs) 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 Then just don't fall in love with Greta Gerwig. Easier said than done. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Who is an illegal tour guide giver. (laughs) An interesting profession. (laughs) Don't understand how that's illegal. I'm quirky. I do illegal tour guides. (laughs) It was like, they were both, like... Manic pixie in a way. Because mm-hmm. they were both like, oh, I'm like a quirky little child and I'm gonna like fix you. Because he like, his problem, alcoholism. Her not believing she could sell a book that she sold. And then she needed a man to tell her she could. Yeah. Yeah, she even wrote it, and she but didn't. didn't believe in herself until a man told her that she could do it. Until Russell Brand. Yeah. I love that we all established our favorite celebrities and then switched them. <laughs> I mean, my favorite celebrity is... Who is it? It's probably Carly. Ray Jepsen. In, in the movie. Oh, in the movie, yeah. Yeah, it, it's like, in real life, it's Helen. In this movie, Jennifer Gardner. Because I'm pretty... Is she an anti-vaxxer? Uh, I think she is. Helen? No, Jennifer. I feel like this is something that we can look up, because we need to help. 
We need to clear her name if it's true. Well, we just we <laughs> said is Russell Brand problematic? <laughs> that we should don't be care cleared as much up about too. Him, we care about Garner. Fine, I will do only research on. I feel Jennifer like Russell Gardner. Brand just has he a vibe that he's rules. probably problematic. That's maybe that's what I was thinking. You're right though. I think when like shit with Katy Perry went down, maybe. I think that was like bad. But yeah, I don't think he. I don't know. Yeah. Oh no, Jennifer Garner is in fact a pro-vax person. Okay, good. That's what who I is, thought. And I was not going to have you... <laughs> she works with Tragedy. World Health Organization to make sure people are getting vaccinated. There we go. I am sorry, Thanks, Jennifer, Jennifer Garner. I think I mixed you up with Jessica Biel, but to be fair, that's not my fault. <laughs> I feel like I it's did It's an too. easy mistake. Yeah. Who's the, the, whatever one's married to Justin Timberlake, that's the anti-vaxxer. Jessica Biel. Okay, yeah. And uh, Angelina Jolie, I got those three confused a lot. Really? Yeah. I can see that Angelina Jolie is surprising to me. And her and Jessica Biel, I always got Because I guess she's like kind of Jessica Biel if she got like into dark magic. <laughs> okay. Like Angelina, Jessica, Angelina Jolie is Jessica Biel's goth face. <laughs> I'm right. Yeah. Don't give me okay. that look. No, I, was, I wasn't. I was thinking. And yes, you're right. <laughs> So, should we dive into the plot of this movie? We should. So, because we have been talking a lot about things that happen in the movie and not what the movie is. But, Arthur is about a rich, spoiled, adult child Mm -hmm. who parties and drinks and then his mom makes him marry Jennifer Garner. (laughs) Well, he's, like, ruining the company because investors, like, know he'll be in charge one day, and they're like, well, fuck this guy. (laughs) I did have a problem with that. Like, why is there an heir to a corporation? Yeah, it's like Paris Hilton. I know Paris Hilton's never going to be running Hilton hotels. Are you sure? I, yeah. You don't think that that would ever come up as, like, an option? They would want to give it off to her? I just don't think so. Kids? No, she'll just be like on the board. She's just she's not gonna like get make decisions though. Yeah. But still, like being on the board is like wouldn't your corporation be company? like the best person to take over? Yeah, like I wouldn't feel afraid as an investor. I'm imagining a scenario where I have money. <laughs> <laughs> the like if I'm investing in Hilton hotels, never my mind's crossing like oh no, what if Paris makes a decision? Because I know that's never gonna come down to it is where Paris is going to be like in charge yeah so because investors are pulling out which I don't believe that like you just said and so because Jennifer Gardner has a good reputation he's supposed to marry her and then he meets Greta Gerwig and falls in love with her and Just so conveniently the next day or whatever. Yeah. I feel like as they're walking <laughs> Oh, and Helen home. Mirren yeah. is his lifelong nanny. That's how she fits and into this. And he also has a butler? A driver. A driver. Yeah. He and likes then, to sit in his bathtub and look out the window with binoculars. And people watch. And people watch. And I did really enjoy the lesbian Simon and Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Not so much when they called a fat bold guy the moon. That made me feel sad. Yes, yes. Again, problematic. <laughs> um, 
And then... And then she's giving her quirky little tour. It's not a regular tour. It's different, because you can lay on the ground in this Yeah. Because she is not like most tour guides. <laughs> um, she's different. And that's when she runs away from the cops for giving an illegal tour. I, this is the, the most wild part of the movie to me. How is it illegal to give a tour? No, I, I think I, I think you do need a permit. To, like, get money? Yeah. Because mm. it's like a business. Yeah. It's like all those elderly white folks calling the cops on black kids trying to oh, sell lemonade. Right. It's, yeah, it's yeah. similar, but not the same. Yeah. Oh, God. So, then Russell Brand runs in, yeah. And then, that's how he meets her. And, and he falls in love with her quirks. And... She backs up into him, and then they immediately fall in love. Mm-hmm. And I, I, he falls in love with her immediately. She falls in love with him when he helps her evade the cops. Which is pretty romantic. It is. I will yeah, defend that. I he can, just kissed her. The list of men I've fallen in love with, because they've helped me run away from the cops, is <laughs> extensive. Fighting off pigs with your perfect match. What can I say? There's there's an appeal to it. Your perfect match was sitting here. <laughs> um, but yeah, he does kiss her unconsensually. Um, He does... Kiss women without consent uh, twice in this movie because he Who kissed else? an old lady yeah. at the restaurant. I have a genuine question: What restaurant <laughs> are we talking about? When he was proposing to Jennifer Gardner. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, that's when I was getting a little nap nap. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> which you'll notice pretty early into the movie. <laughs> you were commenting on that scene. I know, but I like would close my eyes in between my comments. <laughs> okay. Um. So then, yeah, the whole movie, we go back and forth between him not wanting to marry Jennifer Garner and him wanting to marry Greta Gerwig, and then, um... Your typical... You know, Mom's not mom. being able to marry the person you want. A straight problem. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing else to add. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> What's um, that, Lauren? Uh, and then... He's... There's a horse, or is that later? <laughs> um, well, we're jumping around. Yeah. Well, he uh, is at the wedding, and then he strips his clothes oh, off. Oh, so we're just at the very end now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were jumping around the middle. Okay. Lauren's like, I'm already done. Uh, Helen Mirren gets sick. Oh, still, well, wait, but... there's still so much plot yeah, we're missing. I do have it's a plot more than just he likes Greta but can't be. That's the her. general plot. Yeah, it's like a bunch of scenes where of him liking Greta and then not liking Jennifer Garner. So we can go through the small I, notes that I have. They're not a lot, and then oh. I stopped doing it about a quarter into the movie. No, that's valid of you. Ooh, I mixed it up. <laughs> um. So the whole movie, also, he has like a his voice is much higher pitched than it normally is. If all uh, uh, on a bunch of lines, and then he like wouldn't do it for like a few lines, and you'd be like, "Where's why can't you just talk normal?" Yeah, it was very unsettling. There was that weird talk about breastfeeding at the beginning. Oh yeah, when Helen Mirren's like, "Oh, I had to rub Tabasco on my nips." Yeah, and just be like, "That's just a why Wednesday. were your nips out?" <laughs> the whole scene of her introduction was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Let, let's talk about the bras in this movie. Yes. Yeah. Didn't we do a bra count? We should have done we the bra count. We should have done bra. It was the typical thing of, oh, he's a bachelor that gets with a lot of women, so we're going to have a bra dripped in the scene and talk about it. Just 
the amount of bras, though. It had to be in the hundreds. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Which, who... That's why this movie cost so damn much to make. It was all the bras. <laughs> it was all the bras. Um, Which, like, if I'm at a party and I'm gonna pass out, I don't have time or, like, the mental energy to take it off. It's because everyone's all having sex and they're having their bras everywhere. Yeah. And (laughs) Helen Mirren's there talking about her hot sauce nipples, so I gotta go and I don't have time to grab my bra. But, like, why were they out? (laughs) She's like, oh, I had to put Tabasco on my nipples so he would stop trying to, like, be fed off me. But it's like, why were they out? And he says, I I never once breastfed off of you. And she's like, well, you tried. He's like, against your best effort. Well, it's just like, don't whip out a tit, Helen Mirren. Why were they out? Why were they near him? It's really easy to stop breastfeeding when you don't let anyone see your nipples. <laughs> okay, but also free on, the nip. Hold on, so that, free the nip. By, by her, that statement saying, I had to put Tabasco sauce on my nipples, mm-hmm. insinuates that he did try and lick her nipples. <laughs> Alright, so we're imagining an older Russell Brand. She's in six. Okay. So, yes. So, that's the thing is, like, there's too many specific details for us to not believe that this happened. Because <laughs> she was a very sarcastic character. So, it could be like, oh, it was a joke. And she could have been playing it up to get that woman that was in his bed out. Right. Oh. But, we have no. Re- this is also the introduction to the character. We have no reason to believe that she would be lying <laughs> at this point, which is why it was so alarming. Yeah. So then, yeah, she was trying to get this girl out of his bed, and then when the girl left, she was like, you guys are racist, and it was like, you are a white blonde. (laughs) She said ope at one point, so I thought she was going for, like, a Canadian Midwestern thing, so maybe that was the joke? I'm not sure. Because then, and then uh, he was in the bath, and Helen Mirren was like, wash your winky. Wash your winky, you gotta say it how it's supposed to be said. Because you don't, (laughs) well she said it because you don't know what that girl was. You don't know what kind of living creatures were crawling around in that girl's nether regions. It was disgusting, I hated that. Um, So Helen Mirren, noted sexist. mm -hmm. Slut shaver. Just kidding, I love you Helen. And then I said there shouldn't be an heir to a corporation. Why would investors care what he was doing? Oh, I, he bought the suit Lincoln, made his second inaugural address, and then he wore it. And then wow. Greta Gerwig thought he was homeless, which was part of her charm. Because she was the first person who went, Oh, Arthur, you're rich. Who she saw him for who he was, a bum. Who wears a coat and a top hat, and then someone thinks that they're rich, or poor? Right. <laughs> like, that was pretty uh, nice. He, he was wearing very well-fitting pants. Yeah. He looked nice. Oh, that's when I wrote, why would she like him? That's the biggest mystery of this movie, is we're never, other than the fact he's rich and does things for her, we're never given a reason she'd be interested. He's basically a sugar daddy. The character's motivations aren't pulled off very well. No. It's very unbelievable. Like he, is he supposed to just be, like, funny? Like, he's the best sugar daddy you could get, because he's, like, young. Mm-hmm. Right. It just... And if you just don't look at his face, it's fine. Yeah. Because the body's there. <laughs> the body's there. Um, and does he wear odd underwear choices? Sure. sure. But everyone has their flaws. But Hob- what was it? Hobson? That's not her name. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, it was Hobson. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, I thought we gave her the B. Oh, that's Bitterman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Butler. She Bitterman. bought him the underwear. So. So that's a little fun thing to have with your nanny. Yeah. And then, so he has to ask, there's this scene, let's talk about this scene, where he has to ask uh, Jennifer Garner's dad for her hand in marriage. Mm-hmm. And out of all the floors, oh, well, I guess it made sense later, but I was like, out of all the floors, they're like, yeah, wait in this, like, active construction site. <laughs> we'll be back. Yeah. So then he shoots nails at the dad. This part grossed you out, Sid. Yeah. I could see you were like, because the dad's like full of nails and just ripping them out. Well, he forced his tongue onto a blade. It didn't cut it. That was just like a weird turn that the movie didn't need to take. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a rom-com, but then this dad is really aggressive and weird. And literally like threatens to like, what we can only believe is to murder Arthur. <laughs> yeah. And by, like, literally sticking his face into, like, a moving construction blade. Can you imagine just, Saw. like, meeting with someone and be like, hey, put your tongue on that blade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, um. And then, like, f- forcibly, fa- like, shoving their face onto it. Hey. Good. Put your tongue on that blade. <laughs> For you, babe, always. Uh, See, that, it's kind of sexy when I do it. I don't know. Yeah. I was convinced. And then I wrote, oh, the BJ joke. There was a BJ Which? joke. There was a lot. But, because, it, what was his name? Like, Bort something. Hmm? What was Jennifer Gardner's last name? No, his last name was Bach. No, I'm talking about And her, her last name was Johnson. It was it like, Burt Johnson or something? Something like Their, that. Their like yeah. logo is just said BJ. Oh, okay. And so he was like, "Haha, never good sold." So that was. So that. yeah, that, that's the joke writing we're talking level we're and talking then, about. There were like two or three jokes in all of this that I really liked. Yeah. And then. And I don't remember any of them. I remember <laughs> at least eighty that I didn't like. And then uh, her dad goes, "You know." I was just, I was from Pittsburgh, and now I have a skyscraper. <laughs> it was like the American dream. <laughs> that's how it works. Um, so, yeah, second woman he kissed without permission, because we have a scene at a restaurant, and he's supposed to be proposing to Jennifer Gardner, and it's the most, like, a very obvious fake proposal. Yeah. And, like, it's supposed to be, like, oh, a public one that everyone can see or whatever. And originally it's kind of hard to tell why Jennifer Gardner even wants to marry him. Yeah. It turns out it's for so she can take control of the company. Which, at the end, the mom's mad when she finds out. Russell Brand's mom's mad when she finds out that's what Jennifer Gardner wants. But I I assumed that that's why she wanted her to marry him. I feel like we needed some more on her and what her real motivation was. Jenna? Yeah. To, I don't know. And also she the wasn't mom. As I feel one-dimensional. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because she was like only aggressive. A villain. Mm-hmm. In every manner. All these characters are, were just too one-dimensional. Yeah, like they just decided, he's like, what if we made a movie where nobody was likable? <laughs> Let's try that out. Let's see what happens. It. You know. Oh, and it's going to be a rom-com, because, you know, the best genre to make everyone unlikable. Yeah. 
it's they had it seems like they had the script beats that they needed to hit and they didn't care how they did it mm-hmm. <laughs> they like took the old movie stripped all of the references to the time it took place and then just uploaded it with early 2000s humor yeah which is well known to be the worst kind <laughs> uh right uh, yeah I don't I lost my thought like before I even had it and then a bunch of stuff that we already talked about happens and then Russell Brand takes Greta Gerwig on their first date which they made up when they were lying to the cops where he rents out Grand Central Station for a like dinner. The first act. So. I know. <laughs> and he, it's, he's like wowing her with all his money. And of course she's... I like it her being into it right then. It's like, yeah, I would be too. <laughs> Someone rents out the busiest station in New York for you, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll go on date number two. Yeah, and then at the end she's going to act like she doesn't want the money. I know! He, like, offers her almost a million dollars, and she's like, I don't want your money, Arthur. And it's like, listen. (laughs) That would solve a lot of problems. I get the pride thing. I guess I really don't, because there were multiple times where the poor characters rejected lots of amounts of money for rich characters, and I'm like, do I just not have pride? (laughs) I don't get it, because she gets opportunities that may have never come to her, unfortunately, but... Why not make the best of a shitty situation? Mm -hmm. Take the book deal, even though the man in love with you gave it to you just because he was in love with you. Mm -hmm. Take the million dollars, because you don't have to be in love with him after all that happens. Yeah, you don't even have to date him. Yeah. Here's the... uh, So if someone wrote you a check for $999,000, which is what this was, that one, you wouldn't have to pay taxes on that, would you? Because it was just a check? I don't think that so. That wouldn't count as income, would it? I don't know. Guys, oh, turns out, good. in income tax law... Anyone, anyone big knowledge on that? Turns out another field where we're not experts in. Yeah, because if you win a big contest, you have to pay then taxes, have to pay on, taxes that. on that. It's not a contest, it's just it's a gift. giving another person a check. Yeah. Yeah. So probably not, right? I don't think so. How do you not take? How do you yeah. not take that deal? Mm-hmm. Like, I would take that from I'm, my worst I'm enemy. Glad the taxes is what did it for you. Because <laughs> that was like, no. Even with taxes, I'm still in. Like, if you're getting, if you win the lottery or whatever, you have to take into account the amount of tax you're gonna have to pay. Like, mm-hmm. you don't. If the the jackpot's a hundred million, you're not getting a hundred million. Uh, not there's that, there's not, taxes. I don't want it anymore. No, I wasn't even saying that. <laughs> Wait, I have to like, give some of this to the government? No. <laughs> but burn like, it all. No one gets it. <laughs> you know what I'm? You, it's just like you have to be realistic about this. Yeah. So I, I was like, I wonder how much taxes she would have to pay on that. But then I was like, Wait, would she? Probably not. Like even who's who do I hate most in the world? Even if the president. Yeah. offered me that much money, I would accept it. Because I do not have to like him, and I still wouldn't. But I would just not like him and have a million dollars. Well, what's the reason that he's offering you the money? Right. He's in love with me. We'll do the same <laughs> scenario. <laughs> it's easy to be. Absolutely. Yeah, still will absolutely hate him, but... I'll hate him from my and much anything, nicer house. And if anything, you can just pretend like he was buying you off on something and then yeah. you can get him arrested. Like, I'll have dirt. I can come up with dirt <laughs> before we really get off track. 
Then she makes him eat SpaghettiOs. But before before this, during That's this what date, they're called. I wanted to call them Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> I, I spent five mental minutes in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about it. There's so after like they after they run from the cops, sh- he's like, "Wait, can I have your number?" And then she just yells it at him and walks away, and then is mad at him during this date because he didn't call her. But it's like you didn't. Right. He didn't write it down. You didn't put it in his phone. It was like, how would he have remembered that? I have to remember numbers in like three number increments. I'm like, wait, can you repeat that? Can <laughs> That's I? all my brain space. Yeah, has. it makes it right like on my hands. She was not into it, and then she was like, you didn't call me. Like, oh, this time. is the guy that didn't call. A New York feature. Yeah. Uh, so that was just like dumb because she brought it up like three or four times, but. Then, yeah, so then she takes him back to her home. She's like, I'll show you what a real date is. And apparently it's SpaghettiOs in a sick old man's apartment. (laughs) (laughs) SpaghettiOs next to your sleeping father. (laughs) I don't feel like he was ever really punished for being a rich dick. No, he... He never was. He... I don't get what is supposed to be likable about him. Right. That he's a free spirit. But There's nothing likable. I think the only thing likable is that he's dead. <laughs> I know. But yeah. then he, like, cares about Helen Mirren. Or it's, it's like, not till the end. It's like, we're supposed to like Helen Mirren, and because Helen Mirren's character likes him, I think that's we're supposed reason. to, like, transfer that on to yeah. him. No, but he doesn't do anything likable. It's literally just because... It's not like he, oh, I can't get a job because I'm volunteering too much at this homeless shelter. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's easy to be a free spirit when you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I hated this character. Oh no, I have to marry Jennifer Gardner. <laughs> and she's going to run the company I don't even want to run for me. And I'm still going to get all the money. I'm married to fucking Jennifer and Gardner. She's really sexy. And she actually wants to have sex with me. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a dilemma. I mean, <laughs> it's a horrible situation. The white be. man's burden. Yeah. It's something viewers can relate to when they watch the movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, I hate when I have to marry Jennifer Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> um, I bet we never. Say the characters' names are only going. I don't. have straight up no idea what her name is. Mimi and her. Naomi. Nope, that was Greta Gerwig. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Susan. Good job. It was Susan. <laughs> yeah, Greta Gerwig's character's name is Naomi Quinn. So I did have a moment of narcissism there. That is a cool nice. name, and like Susan is a lame name. Susan Johnson. Yeah. That's if why I. Re- that's why I remembered it because I was like, that doesn't fit. For her. Do you ever think, my name could be Quinn Quinn, if I was Arthur. <laughs> if I was Arthur, but my name was Quinn, and I married Greta Gerwig's character, and I took her last name, my name would be Quinn Quinn. Do you ever think about that? You should just change your name to Quinn Quinn. I think I should. Or Quinn Quinine. <laughs> like that stuff in the bathroom? Yeah, so Sydney has uh, quinine dens in her bathroom. I don't even know what that is. Don't ask why. It's malaria medication. It's history. Yeah, and so I saw it, and b- b- before I saw it, I just saw Quinn, or I saw Quinny, and I was like, why do? Why is my name on these tins? Because I'm a dumb narcissist. 
Much like Arthur. Much like Arthur. Oh, and there was that weird thing where it's like his mom and Helen Mirren be like, you're actually smart, Arthur. You just waste well, he it. he can't read? And it's like, he question does. mark? Oh, yeah. Hey, remember that part when he couldn't read? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to get a 12-year-old to read him I a note. I have zero sympathy for him. Yeah, it's hard to have sympathy for the devil. Yeah, and it's hard to be like, yeah, he is smart. When he can't read... <laughs> I forgot he couldn't read. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not trying to be. I, I don't know. Now I feel like we're getting into a weird space. But like, when because he had ample opportunity to learn how to read. That's yes. what I'm saying. That's yeah. okay. Thank you. There he are people not... who don't have the chance to get to learn how to read. Yeah, yeah. Kill for that. But he's like a privileged asshole who yeah. just like didn't who have just, to. He's like I don't need to, so I'm not going to learn. <laughs> I love that they just sprinkled that in there. Like, oh, and also he can't read. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how do, how do we make our character more relatable to the audience? Mm-hmm. I know, let's make him stupid. I hate that Helen's character just gave up one chance at love when he was three. And then... Never again. Never I, again, and was kind of in this torturous lifestyle of taking care of him. I hate how they killed her off. Spoiler alerts. Do we know the cause of her death? No. Headaches. No, all we get is headaches. Because it's like, he's such a child, like, he w- won't even, like, learn the m- medical reason because he, like, won't understand it. Yeah, ugh, God. And... Oh, it's I like, stopped writing notes at the, at the date scene in Grand Perfect. <laughs> it's like, why... Do all these women care about this man? Terrible man. Man child. <laughs> like it's it's a it, in a sense it's like the cast is mostly women, but it's like still like feels so sexist. <laughs> it is. I kept expecting there to be a montage scene of him finally getting his shit together and doing good things. There was that. It was just him and AA telling a funny story. But then they mention at the end that he runs the chair like he secretly runs the charitable side hustle, I guess, of which the corporation. He's not qualified to do. He's definitely not. <laughs> he can't read. <laughs> And yeah, what the hell? He gets his money back, so he like doesn't have to marry Susan, and he gets his money back. And he gets and Greta he gets Gerwig. the girl. And at no point does he grow. I guess he's not an alcoholic anymore. But he didn't become a better person. Yeah, he still has all his movie cars. Yeah. Oh, but what I would kill to get that mystery machine. Ooh, that was really cool. It was good. I would love that. That was really cool. What else? Um, she uh, oh, two people punched him. Oh yeah, Jennifer Garner with the right hook. Yeah, at their wedding, nonetheless. It doesn't who else punches him at one point? Helen Mirren, didn't she punch him? I think so. Maybe she punched someone. She punched somebody. I think it was him. It was like, oh yes, Helen. I don't remember who it was. It's just like what. What was her purpose in life? How was she satisfied? Yeah. That's what I was most concerned about in this movie, is her well-being. And they just kill her off because she's old. Essentially. It's like... I wonder uh, if this would have been different if a woman wrote it. Oh. Yeah, it was written by two men. For it sure was. it would be different if a woman wrote it. Two men who didn't have pictures on their IMDb, so... 
That tells you everything you need to know. I got one chance to make a movie and it didn't go well. (laughs) I wish someone would just randomly trust me with a $50 million movie. $40 million. Or like a woman. (laughs) Okay, me first, then a woman. (laughs) You right. Yeah, men first, Sydney. Yeah. Um... What else? I this movie is just is so long and boring. Personally, yeah, all. it felt like it had the ability to be meaningful, but it was just lacking so much. It was just too surface level. But like, even like, how could it be meaningful? I like, don't what really do you think know. the message was? I think it would have been with the redemption of his character and Greta Gerwig teaching him lessons maybe i don't be like how to be poor (laughs) yeah i don't know i honestly think it would have just been better if he just didn't have if they didn't have him get his money back or he got his money back and gave it all away to charity or something and ended world hunger like that coward jeff should (laughs) yeah or if like instead of him liking her liking him right away she hated him and then he had to get his shit together and better himself and to get new. Likeable. Or at least a more normal rom-com trope where, like, they meet... Or, like, they hinted at it where it's, like, she thinks he's, like, poor and homeless. He and, like, to keep and he, up. like, has to keep up that charade. That's, like, a more typical, like, rom-com kind of plot device. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she finds out where she's mad and then, like... But he still, like, learns from her at least. And she learns something and she's not just... A writer, that's her whole thing, being quirky and writing children's books. And illegal tours. Yeah. So, like, what what was the message, do you think, here? That money does buy happiness? <laughs> that money doesn't buy happiness, but, like, also you still can be happy with money. <laughs> I think the general thing is just that alcohol's bad. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, money doesn't buy happiness is a phrase made up by rich people to keep poor people in line. That's my conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. That's the one I subscribe to. That, and then Avril Lavigne's dead, of course. Oh, obviously. (laughs) And Leah Michelle can't read. Right. All all solid conspiracy theories. Oh, and actually, my you know, my favorite is that George Bush orchestrated Britney Spears' meltdown in 2007 (laughs) to draw attention off of himself. (laughs) That's true. That happened. It's just behind that. Yeah. The message is that rich people can suck, but they still get the girl at the end. Yeah. It's like you can literally be the worst man ever, and you'll still have a pretty girl. Yep. As long as you have money. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that's what we needed to and be a taught. Magnet bed. <laughs> I I could I I I would like to have the magnet bed. I'll be honest. That I, seems fun. Would straight up fall off. I really thought that (laughs) all of the time. I really thought that they were gonna have it crush her. I did did too. I thought, are we about to watch Jennifer Gardner get murdered? Yeah. I used to, I used to fall off my bed all the time. (laughs) (laughs) You just roll a lot. I just would roll off. (laughs) Wait, did you ever sleep on bunk beds? Yeah, I had a loft bed for (gasps) about ten years. That's terrifying. And I never fell off the loft bed. I only fell off. Okay, good. Once I had a guardrail, I was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I stopped... Uh, maybe when I was, like, ten, I stopped falling <laughs> You just had to go. 
You were but mobile. Like, yeah, but my brother, our, like, we have a connecting wall, and so he would always yell over, like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, shut up. Because <laughs> you would just hear a thud <laughs> in the middle of the night. It didn't happen frequently, but too I much. I won't believe you. <laughs> I refused. It I think this like, was at least twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was like once a... Once, like, six months, maybe, maybe I would just straight up fully fall off my bed. <laughs> when the moon was right. When the, when the, tides yeah. when when the, the moon was followed in retrograde, you. that's yeah. when I would fall off my bed. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, that was her other quirky thing. You were The moon, the when I was a kid, I thought the moon was following me. Uh, uh, that was a funny... Uh, no, well, I don't want to go full on saying it was funny, but I did, like, when he, like, was like, well, no, if that, that was stupid, if... That was true. The moon would still be following you. And then he was like, oh shit, it's outside. Ah. Ah. Oh, the joke that we did, like, at least I liked it, and I think you did too, was, I was pointing to Sydney, I know you can't see that. (laughs) (laughs) But when Naomi comes over to his house, and Helen Mirren is like, "Uh, oh, did you... Did you is Minnie Mouse running around naked, <laughs> or did you kill her for that dress? <laughs> I and, loved that. And Greta Gerwig goes, um, like, well, it was it was very peaceful. If it helps, <laughs> was that what she said? There, yeah. She, yeah. she didn't suffer. Oh, she yeah. didn't suffer. That was a good joke. That was the best part of the movie. That was the best moment. I would have liked to see, yeah, like Helen Mirren, more of a relationship with. Greta Gerwig or someone, because like that, I think that was the moment they set it up. She like had a snarky retort to Helen Mirren's snarky retort. She was like, oh, "He's dating a smart girl." They set it up solely for the purpose of them getting back in touch when she connects to her. She yeah, and then they out. killed Helen off, so they couldn't really go any further with mm-hmm. that relationship. Yeah, it felt weird to kill her off. Honestly, yeah. it was very unnecessary. Because like. That's what it takes to motivate Russell Brand to change. It's not his own desires, but yeah. for his caretaker his to, mom die. to die. The mom character is also bad. Yeah. Well, you should talk about how this aligns with the tropes of rom com. Or is that too nerdy? No, no we, we could go nerdy. Because I honestly do not have a single other thing to say about this movie. We, we've built up a reputation with our audience to be like smart and intellectual, so I think <laughs> oh. they're prepared for this. Let's talk about Oken. <laughs> we haven't talked about horror theory, and I know a lot about horror theory. No horror hey. theory, horror I tropes. took a rom-com class. Wait for Spookvember. Spookvember, come at it, you. Was it with Linda, your horror class? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That's why you just know a shit ton about horror movies. Yeah. Yep. So that but coming at you, you you won't be ready. We'll be watching something real I, bad. Maybe I think go into a spiel on one of the episodes. No, I don't no, think not so. really. We'll be watching like Birdemic or something, but you'll get we'll hit you with your horror we'll theory. We'll hit you with it. But anyway, on your rom com theory, so, hit it. Yeah. Do so, it. Well, we had the meet cute, them the, bumping into yeah. each other, at Grand Central. And it was kind of like the love at first sight thing. Um, I feel like there was kind of a, a switch on gender here, like a little bit of a reversal, because the the guy Russell Brand was the main character. Hold on, you gotta talk way louder. I feel like there was a gender reversal <laughs> here a little bit because Russell Brand was the main character and he was a guy instead of a woman. Yeah, that's it. Could like almost be considered like a rom com for men. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly think. That that is a good 
description of it. And we show why that's a bad idea because rom-coms are for men. <laughs> and to make it a male-centric rom-com is a bad idea, apparently, because mm-hmm. this is the movie you get. <laughs> yeah. I think with better writing, it would be a cool concept. It would have been okay. I mean, the first one was good, apparently. Mm-hmm. But it's it's definitely like, this was a movie supposed to be like, yeah, men will love it. Yeah. Like, it was definitely geared towards men. But it was, mm-hmm. like, in its heart, it's still a rom-com. It's still a rom-com. Yeah, it was interesting because he's not necessarily a macho character. You know, he has mm-hmm. the high voices... Yeah, he literally, like, he has a higher-pitched voice for some reason. He's a mama's boy, he can't do much, but they, I also feel like they were trying to make him likable towards men with all the women that he's with. And... Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, that's, but that's, like, always the case. It's, like, some unattractive, weird man-child in, like, gets so many things. Gets, like, the hot late, like, every Adam Sandler movie, Kevin James... Like, they're not appealing at yeah. all, but somehow they're, like, have model wives. That was, that's a big thing we talked about in my theory class was the unattractive men. Sorry, Seth Rogen, but you just don't do yeah. it for me. Mm-hmm. A big thing is the mom figure mm-hmm. being active in, in your life and having mm-hmm. issues with her there. And he clearly had that weird dynamic where he wasn't close with his real mom. But he had to have a stand-in with the nanny mm-hmm. and work through those types of issues. Because he even says that. Like, my mom died yeah. when Helen Mirren dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the love triangle, that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, are we on to something with, like, this rom-com for men kind of thing? I feel like we... We broke ground a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because he's literally, like, deciding between money or love. Like, that's essentially the plot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just a turns out he got both. But mm-hmm. he, he... He turns out he learned nothing. So. Yeah. <laughs> what else about rom-coms? I mean, she was a little manic pixie. Mm-hmm. She definitely was. Yeah, that was all there. This also could have, like, that character could have been played by Zoe Deschanel. And we would have lost nothing except for just being able to watch Greta <laughs> What's um? So there's always a mother issue, and in- yeah, it's always with the daughter and the mother. There's a big uh, that like maternal figure. Uh, there's a, always issues with that. See, and, I, and then usually the dad is out of the picture. What I find interesting a lot, though, is it's at least from like what I'm thinking of now, is if, the, if there's a female character, it's like the mom's dead and there's a single dad. But if it's a male character, the dad's dead and there's a single mom. Yeah. Which yeah, was true for both these characters. Yeah. Literally, yeah. But like I'm thinking like... My first Little Mermaid, I don't know why that was my go-to with, like, no mob, female character, dad, and Arthur. You know, the two icons of cinema. (laughs) My first thought was Friends with Benefits. (laughs) (laughs) And her dad's not dead, she just doesn't know who he is. Same thing. Yeah. Wedding. That's always a big thing. That's mm-hmm. a There's always a wedding. There's always There's a wedding. There's always a wedding, and it goes wrong because the main character realizes who they fall in love with. There's a big declaration right at the objections part. Yeah. I'm interested in the mother thing. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I've never, like, thought about it. Well, it's like the whole, like, mama's boy, daddy's girl kind of concept. Watch, you just put your foot on broken glass. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, we, we we're surrounded by broken glass. Okay. We're podcasting from Both the danger zone. And literally, it's like oh, can't sing. I will not get copyrighted. <laughs> Ah, Not me. You can't get me IRS. Um. Yeah. So I feel like overall it just fell really flat, but there was something there with kind of a, being a gender reversal. Mm-hmm. So what should we get into our segment? What? How would you fix this movie if it was up to you? Yeah. That's the same. Like rewrite it. How would you make it a good movie? I forgot to tell you about that segment. Surprise! Crap, I didn't do notes. <laughs> um, recast Russell Brand immediately. Yep. Kind of, yeah. Or cut his hair. No, we're just getting out of here. <laughs> yeah. That was a spooky sound. <laughs> Does he need to still be British? I think they just had to make everyone British because they cast whoever they cast first was British. They probably cast Russell Brand. Yeah, um, I guess the British name is the thing. I so think that the original one was British. Was British because Michael Caine's in it. I know that. Uh, Ricky Gervais turned it down. He was the original going to be Arthur. Oh really? God! I so guys, it could have been truly worse. Truly, that's worse. Because <laughs> at least Russell Brand only has problems with his face. That's me. <laughs> So who I, I who would we recast? I was oh, he wasn't famous then, so that doesn't work. Well, they, it could be, have to be British. I think they have to be British. See, I would like. Does it have to be two thousand eleven? That's what I was wondering. That's my question because I have someone, but they would not have been cast if it was two thousand eleven. Then the, yeah, we don't need to do it's like we're remaking it now. Okay, so or I, whatever time period that fits whoever you I want. would cast Eddie Redmayne, and I would, <clears> like, <throat> tone down the comedy a lot and tone up the series and make it more of a romantic drama about sort of, like, almost a Romeo and Juliet tale, <laughs> if you will. I was gonna go Andrew Garfield. Similar thoughts. Turn up the comedy. Write better jokes. <laughs> And I definitely still... I feel like you'd need the shaggy hair Andrew Garfield, though. <laughs> Not that I prefer that Andrew Garfield. <laughs> I just feel like that's what the movie calls for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I would do that idea where we're, maybe if I went the comedy route, what we were talking about, like, make it more like, oh, she thinks he's poor, and he has to, like, play into that, and but keep it from being offensive, which I feel like it could be. Mm-hmm. It definitely could. Yeah. Or at least, like, not poor, but, like, not... Like, dumb wealthy. Yeah. Or like a normal human being. Or get rid of romantic plotline completely and make it about the relationship between Arthur and Hobson instead. Right. About, like, maybe, like, Hobson's a new hire that the mom was like, you need to shape up Arthur. And then, so she helps fix Arthur, but also learns to, like, keep a little fun into her, like, strict British lifestyle instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want it to be about Hobson. <laughs> yeah. It's it's Hobson and Shaw. <laughs> and it's um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Alan Mirren in an action <laughs> movie. I would go broke. I've watched that movie so many times. <laughs> I enjoyed Red. What? The action, the elderly people spy movie starring Helen Mirren and Bruce Willis. Oh, Anyone else see that? Nice. I liked yeah. it. 
I just love a Helen Mirren. Anything. Dwayne Johnson. Uh, buddy movie. Buddy cop movie. Yeah, so that's how we fix it. It's Hobson and Shaw. <laughs> Hobson and Shaw. <laughs> um, no, I, I think I would keep the romantic comedy. You can keep it as a romantic comedy because I think that's what it is at its core. But um, you gotta write Jennifer Gardner's character better. Mm-hmm. She needs to have more going on. I'm like, yeah, you don't need, like, a cartoony villain to make a movie work. I would make Greta Gerwig not like him right away. Yeah. Like I said before. Or I would find a way to make it viable that Greta Gerwig would like him right away. Or have him be charming. (laughs) Yeah. Step one. Um, I would make him the villain. Honestly, yeah. Ooh, it's a love story between Greta Gerwig and Jennifer Garner's characters. That's what will make this and better. Arthur's the villain. Yes. Ah, uh, I want to. I want to fund that. Yeah. He keeps trying to date them. Yeah. They're like, no, we don't like yeah. you. But Jennifer Garner's dad is making him, her marry him for the money. Yeah. But mm. she's the one in love with the illegal tour guide. And then she wants to marry him so badly because she wants to get his money so they can go run away together. Yeah. Actually, I fixed this movie. All you do is switch, have Russell Brand play Helen Mirren's role and Helen Mirren play Russell Brand's role. <laughs> That's everything else is exactly the same. <laughs> I thought you were going to switch Jennifer Gardner and Russell Brand. Yeah, but I, 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 I think it'd be more interesting. <laughs> Helen Mirren has to choose between getting her wing or, or money. I like it. <laughs> uh, and then just rewrite uh, every single joke in the entire movie. Of course. That's, that Naturally. goes without saying. <laughs> and what should we replace the bras with? Every time there's a bra in a scene, we're going to replace it with... A condom. Safe sex. <laughs> well, we're going to encourage safe sex. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a dental dam or two. <laughs> a few diaphragms. Yeah. Or like pizza rolls or something. <laughs> or the other way. A loose bag of pizza rolls. <laughs> and then bank off that product placement. Like they did with Maker's Mark. Yep. Oh, that was bad. And Batmobiles. Batmobiles and the DeLorean. And... Oh, I would, see, but imagine Helen Mirren in the Batman costume. Sexy. That's pretty hot. Uh, oh, it did open on him in the Batman costume. It yeah. Did. And with good graphics. Yeah. High expectations after those graphics. Oh, I didn't. I immediately was like, why is he in a Batman suit? <laughs> <laughs> but if you didn't know what movie it was, it'd be like, oh, what Batman movie is this? <laughs> is this Batman Begins? Is this the Lego Batman movie? <laughs> okay, I think it's time to develop a drinking game for this movie because even though. He's an alcoholic. Doesn't mean you shouldn't be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you're going to need booze to get through this movie if you're going to watch it. Every time that there's a joke that you think is offensive, take a sip. Take a shot for every bra. Yes! I want to kill them. every bra. (laughs) That's just in general. Like, if you ever want to watch a movie, just every time you see a bra, quick shot. That should be a rule of thumb. And it's like, well, there's a... You can assume that there's a person wearing a bra in this movie. That's <laughs> shot. Take a shot for every time you sense the patriarchy. Yes. 
chug for every... I don't know. What's something? Finish your drink whenever there's a joke that actually makes you laugh. That's good. Um, what's... Take a shot of hot sauce (laughs) during the Tabasco on the nipple slide. (laughs) That's at the beginning, so prepare your hot sauce shot at the beginning. There are shots with hot sauce. Find one. Put hot sauce in vodka. I don't know. That's a thing. And then cheers to Helen. You have to do two, though, for both Mm -hmm. nipples. (laughs) (laughs) There's a shot called, like, a buttery nipple. Do that. Do that one. But put hot sauce in it also. Do a BJ shot at the BJ (laughs) (laughs) shot. Just kidding. Don't promote that. Chug chug your drink until Jennifer Garner isn't shown on screen magnetized to a bed. (laughs) Chug for as long as she's stuck (laughs) to the bed. That's good. Um... Then I think you're drunk enough now. And then take ten shots at any point where you think Russell Brand's character is likable. It's when, when not going to happen, so you don't have to worry about Take a that. shot for every time you're almost attracted to Russell Brand because the movie's trying to make you. That also won't happen. Yeah. No, I said almost, but almost. The, you, you reel yourself back in. I just remembered the match cut between oh, the cartoons. <laughs> And then the be- that was the best part of the whole movie. I was I was asleep during that. Uh, <laughs> Describe what happened. We were watching Pepe, Pepe Le, Pe- Le Pew in the movie that Car- Greta Gerwig was, and the Pepe was kissing up that cat's arm. Mm-hmm. I don't know the names of them. And then we cut to Jennifer Garner kissing up Russell Brand's arm. It was a good match cut. And it was really cool. So a little directorial potential there. Did you guys watch Jane the Virgin? I've seen it. I haven't seen all of it. I just realized you weren't talking to the people out there. (laughs) Hey, guys. Hey, boy. (laughs) Have you guys seen Jane the Virgin? Cool, me too. (laughs) Um, Tweet one star. Tweet one star if you've seen Jane the Virgin. (laughs) No, every, in every single scene at the end, there is some sort of transition. <laughs> and it's like, that's cool, but it's also, like, really annoying. <laughs> uh. It's like, literally, like, there'll be either a word that matches, like, a graphic match, a sound match, whatever. Or, like, but a lot of times it's, like, the exact line or, like, the people will, will be in the same positions. It's literally, like, every scene transition is like that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, every time it happens, I just, like, roll my eyes. <laughs> and it it's fits like, with it's the style, too much. Because it's a very per- performative show. Exactly. Mm. And it's very... Telenovela. Yeah, it's very, like, melodramatic and stuff. And so it works for the show, but it's like, how long did you... Spend on Spend this? on these? <laughs> It's every scene. You're mad that they did extra work. No. Like, how dare you? Okay. How dare you try? I guess I'm not mad. It's just like, this is not necessary. What would you prefer, Arthur? <laughs> yeah, okay, you're right. Speaking of, I think it's time to do our ratings. Out mm-hmm. of five stars, Sydney. Or do you want to go first? Half a star. Half a star? Ooh, half a star. Why half? Because... I don't want to give it zero just because of the cast mm-hmm. and all the hard work that they put into it. 
but it really was not a good movie at all. Were you expecting to want to give it more stars? Yes, I was. She asked in the car if we were able to rate it anything other than one star. (laughs) (laughs) And I still didn't give it one star. You still didn't get there. I I think I'm going to give it one star, not half a star, because I didn't hate it as much as... What movie did I give half a star? Do you remember? I don't know. I feel like you gave Swiped zero Swipe. stars. Swipe. I did not hate it as much as I hated Swipe, so therefore it is one star See, instead of half a star. Because Swiped is my dirt barrel. <laughs> I thought Swiped was at least, like, more enjoyable bad. Like, we're talking... That's fair. It like, is enjoyable We're literally bad. talking about a movie in which two out of the three people here fell asleep during it. You're making... Excellent points. I'm gonna <laughs> go look at all the movies we've done real quick. There's also... I think I gave Sucker Punch a half a star, too. I think I might have... You know what? You're right. We I'm need gonna... to go back and listen to our ratings and then keep a list so we We know. should. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... You're right. You can okay. talk me into half a star. Because this wasn't even enjoyable, fun. No. Bad. I, I might do a quarter of a star. There you go. I'll do 3.33 <laughs> repeating. <laughs> Wait, no. Just .33 repeating. <laughs> what do you say? I didn't even mention the cinematography was pretty weak at points. Like, there were shots on tripod, and then in the same scene they would switch to handheld, but it wasn't motivated at all. It so was It was just weird. this jarring effect. Because, like, one, it would be like Russell Brand was on a tripod, and then it, like, switched to his mother. But for some reason, now it's handheld just when it's on the mother. Yeah. But then back to Russell Brand, and it's on a tripod. And it's like, what's going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lighting seemed a little weird at times. Yeah. Everything, I, I think... Part of that might have been just how we were streaming it, yeah, I'm not sure. but also, like, it looked normal at some points, but then other points it seemed a little overexposed or a little... Yeah, I noticed, like, a blue spot on Greta Gerwig's nose at one point oh. that I felt like was from, like, glare. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, I think I'm point two five. I think that's my rating. So this is your least favorite we've ever done. That's how you have to... Wow, pleasure to be right. here. That's how you have to put it. Okay. I think it's by far the most boring one we've ever watched. You know, that's fair. and I'm I, not going to say it's the worst one. It's the most boring. It is. I agree with you, but also I've said before that I can't think of a worse insult for a movie than boring. Exactly. Well, okay, so then, yeah, you're saying it's the worst it might Actually, it might be my least favorite. I have to really think about that, because I truly hate it swiped, but at least, like, it's... <laughs> And I really hated off, Christmas Horse. Off the ra- reins, wild <laughs> the plot like, of this movie. Swiped, I think, is maybe worth watching just for how ridiculous it is. Yeah. It's like, in this movie, it's like... And you also, it's on Netflix, so you don't necessarily have to pay for it unless you already <laughs> subscribed to Netflix. Mm-hmm. And, like, this movie, if I told you, like, the base plot line, you could figure out everything else that happened. Oh, totally. I mean, even launching it, I was like, well, this is this is going to happen, and this, and then this, yep. and then this. Yeah. Wow, I think this is our... Did not expect Helen to die. That That's true. That was the only thing that shocked me. I can't... This is our least favorite movie, then. I wow. this is our least that favorite movie. Wow. to the podcast. Congratulations. You should get, like, a medal or something. <laughs> oh, my God. The worst one star. Because <laughs> even, like... Like, I always said that, like, I really hated Christmas Horror Story, but it's on, honestly, it's still more entertaining to watch. Because at least you, like, didn't know what was going to happen you sometimes. You did not know what was going to happen. And just the fake hand. Every time I think of that movie, I think of when the little boy 
gremlin, not a gremlin, whatever they're changeling. Oh, yeah. Turns around and he has, like, he just killed his father. Spoiler alert, Sydney. <laughs> he just killed his father and he had chopped off his hand. And it oh, was yeah. just this giant, horribly fake hand. <laughs> and that's anytime I think of Christmas Horror Story, that's the moment I think of. And just now I was like, that one turnaround is more entertaining than this entire <laughs> yeah. yeah, a murder always spices a something mur- yeah. up a little bit. Especially a, a little four-year-old boy. Yeah, because we just got death here. If, if Helen Mirren was murdered and then the rest of the movie was Russell Brandon Grittaker awake trying to solve the murder. Yes, 100%. I'm interested. I feel yeah. like going into this, I was like, why would you just watch bad movies? Why would you do that? But I, f- I think that I gained an appreciation for it through this because looking at this and realizing what went wrong and, like, what you do with, like, how would this be a better movie? I feel like, A, it's a good idea-generating exercise, but right. B, it's just a good way to analyze structure and pick it apart. That's be- why we do yeah. this. because it's, like... <laughs> That's our mission statement oh, yeah. going in. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's... I think it is interesting, especially when, I mean, you studied film in school. So you're looking at primarily good movies. Mm-hmm. It's like you're. It's like interesting to ter- like turn and watch a movie that like didn't like just missed what they were trying to do and how and they got some things right maybe and yeah but you can still see a lot of holes in it. I did want to say so we studied three act structure for writing mm-hmm. and how the inciting incident should be at the end of the first act. And that was in the second scene when Jennifer Garner said, he should marry me, or whatever she yeah. Oh, yeah, it was right up front. We have to tie <laughs> like, okay, that's the plot of the movie, but you're just giving it to us right away? Yeah. Okay? Yeah, the... That was, like, disorienting. The act structure is weird. Mm-hmm. I feel like the second act break happens, like... Actually, time is weird, because I feel like this movie was, like, seven hours. It's barely an act <laughs> After structure. that happened, I kept trying to keep up of, like, when is it happening, but it's just so discombobulated. Yeah, it's like, it's, it doesn't have a three-act structure, but not in, like, the, like, well-written, like, trying something right. new kind of way, but just in, like, the confused, I don't know what I'm doing kind of way. It broke the rules, and it didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> but they, it broke the rules, but it was because they didn't know what the rules were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And also, like, it is entertaining to, like, you just, this wasn't a very entertaining bad film. Yeah. Yeah, if you, if you watch some of the other ones we did that are just fun bad. Like, mm-hmm. the ones that you're just, like, why, especially, like, near-miss horror movies, I think, are one of the best ones. Ma. Yeah. Fucking Ma. Like Ma. Ma's our like perfect, Ma. Ma's our shining star. Because it's like, <laughs> this is supposed to be terrifying. How much did you guys rate that one? I gave it five stars. I loved it. Oh, nice. I think I gave it a one. I don't remember. I think you gave it like Did four. Did I give it like a two? I don't remember. I'll have to go back. But looking back, I always like want to rate it differently like after. Mm-hmm. But Ma is like a ridiculous, Ma is ridiculous. But it's like, I mean, just like swiped. It's like everything that a man says in that movie is horribly offensive. Actually, some of the girls too. Almost all the girls. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just yeah. like, it's just, I don't know, jaw dropping. Here, imagine this. Arthur, but with Octavia Spencer, and it's called Mother. A hundred dollars a ticket, please. <laughs> and I think that's a good time to close out. So, Sydney, are, are you guys have anything else to say? Do you have anything that you would like to recommend 
because um, we were just talking about this awful movie that we do not recommend people watch. Oh, yeah, something... Uh, something that you want to A rom-com you like, a rom-com you don't like, but is fun, something this to me, watch instead. This got me thinking about the ones we did watch in class and yeah. go over, and Moonstruck was a really good, solid watch. Uh, it had a lot of the basic structures of it, but it was done really well, and it was mm-hmm. very entertaining. And also, Cher was in it, so... You, you, seen you can Moonstruck. never go wrong. I, I don't know what you're doing if you haven't seen it. Also, what's-his-face was in it? Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I'll recommend my favorite rom-com, which is While You Were Sleeping. It's about Sandra Bullock, who is in love with this guy. She's an MTA worker. He passes out, goes into a coma. She saves his life and then lies about being his fiance to his whole family to like get to see with him. It sounds creepy, but it's really well done. And then she falls in love with his brother instead, and it's beautiful. I love it. it. Sandra Bullock, okay. Yeah. I think my favorite rom-coms, now that I'm thinking about it, do kind of play with the structure a little bit. Like, Easy A is, like, maybe probably one of my, like, is my favorite rom-com. But also, like, She's the Man Mm -hmm. plays with it as well. Mm -hmm. And, um... Oh, I just love How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. We've talked about this before. So something about high school for you... Um, what was the second? Oh, no, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. They're adults. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're adults. No. Yeah, they am are. I thinking of a different movie? Probably. What movie am I thinking I of? I don't know. <laughs> it's the one with... Drum Street? No. <laughs> the one with Heath Ledger and kind of Julie Stiles. Oh, Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, okay, yeah. That's, that's also a great movie. That's a, That was my confusion. <laughs> no, um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is the one with Matthew McConaughey uh, got and it. Kate Hudson. Got it, yeah. I miss, I'll say it, I miss rom-com Matthew McConaughey. I've never liked serious actor Matthew McConaughey. No. I wish he would go back. I really love Fool's Even then, Gold. Really? I have not seen Fool's Gold. I liked it. I saw it in theaters, I think. And I, I remember liking it, but like never wanting to watch it again. I think because I was in love with the woman who was in that movie, which I don't even remember who. Isn't Kate, Kate Hudson? Hudson? Yes. Yeah. Who is not in love with Kate Hudson? It's fair. I have no feelings for Kate Hudson. Oh! You should try her leggings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have them. Endorsed by Fabletics. <laughs> one star brought to you by Fabletics. <laughs> awesome. So, Sydney, do you have anything to plug? Uh, follow me on Instagram at SidLawson8. Go and watch This Is Not A Show. Follow it at Instagram. This is... What is that? At not a show Insta. Uh, follow, subscribe to them on YouTube. Again, this is not a show what on YouTube. What is this is not a show? Why don't you tell us? I should have started with that. <laughs> this is not a show is a web sketch comedy series that a lot of us have been working on for the past year and a half. Including All of... everyone in this room include, and previous guests that you might know, Molly Haynes and R.G. Barton. Mm-hmm. And future guests. And future guests that we won't spoil at this time. Yeah. That we want. that Not planned, but wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so that's coming out September 1st. The first episode is releasing, so make sure you're hooked up on all those social medias. Uh, Tina's.tv for the website. Yes. That's what I want to plug. Yeah, it's a pretty exciting announcement. We're proud. Also, uh, for Lauren Moliterano out there, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, what? <laughs> I'm just gonna go with Lauren this time. <laughs> go ahead and watch Lady Bird. Uh, oh, okay. Great. Thank you. <laughs>
As always, I am at Instagram and or Twitter and Instagram. I changed it so I matched because branding mm-hmm. at underscore Quinn Latifa. Lauren is at Mala Turn Up. Yes, and we do have one more thing to promote before we close out. We have a Patreon. Oh! I was like, where is this going? We have a Patreon now. Um, it's at One Star Movies, which is also our Twitter. You can go follow that if yeah. you want updates on our episodes. Um, and when they're not coming out. <laughs> we promise if someone starts donating, we'll be better. We'll be much better. <laughs> so our levels are, uh, one, you get to vote on what episodes we do. Mm-hmm. That's for $1 for $5. You'll get bonus episodes. Uh, we'll start that when we get a subscriber. Yep. And, <laughs> and for Joey King only, pay yes. us $100 and we will stop talking about you. It's, it's the Joey King level. It's only open to Joey King. If you pay us $100 a month, we will stop talking about Joey King. However, if you unsubscribe, the deal's off. <laughs> <laughs> it's only active for however long you subscribe to our Patreon. So Joey King... Uh, we know you're listening. <laughs> Hit us up. Uh, so we have the Little Dipper and the Big Dipper. Are the, are the are other levels. two levels. Oh, that's yeah. cool. And, and, so yeah, that's a fun little announcement. So Yeah, yeah. and Lauren said our Twitter is One Star Movies. One Star Movies. Follow us, and... Tweet at us if you want, you know, to suggest episodes, um... If you want to suggest repeat guests, I guess. Yeah, if you have a favorite guest, tell us. If if you <laughs> yeah, liked the academic stylings of Sydney Lawson, that she we no one was ready for it, but liked, I'm glad it happened. If you liked the Fleming <laughs> <laughs> of Molly Haynes, and if you loved the beautiful singing voice of Archie Martin, yeah, vote for me. This is Sydney Lawson. Vote for me, please. Or the um, we'll do a poll. <laughs> or the the uh, my brotherness of Tyler. <laughs> Love that character trait. Love that character <laughs> trait of Tyler. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for coming on. on. <laughs> and the that's well, a goodbye. We gotta go cut our glass. Cut our damn it. <laughs> we gotta go cut our feet with this glass around. around. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Sid. Okay, bye. Okay, <laughs> bye. I forgot what her goodbye was for a second. That's why I said, "And that's really a good. goodbye." I was surprised you hadn't done it. I forgot about it.